to another episode of The Dummies of Horror. I'm your host, Tim, and coming back once again for another exciting episode, his name is Daniel, but everyone knows him as the Little Mushroom. What is up, brother? Not much, man. How you doing? Oh, I mean, uh, silly words. Um, but, yeah, not much, man. Not much at all. Had a, had a chill uh, fortnight. That's good, man. Sometimes you need that, you know? You need to recharge your batteries, and I need a fucking chill fortnight. Yeah? <laughs> I've had, yeah, too many things happening in the fucking past few months, and I just need to sit down. Yeah. Have, have a seat. I do, yeah, yeah. Have a seat. I know. I mean, I'm, I, I could complain. <laughs> as, as Chris Hansen once said. <laughs> <laughs> I could complain more, but, like, at least I'm not going into war. No one's listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, war. Uh, what is continue, it good continue, for? Continue with your smooth transition. I know. I Did you like that? Joke. Yeah, are, that was good. You are welcome. It was, it was great. Um, yeah, so welcome to the Dummies of Horror. We are the show that comes to you bi-weekly that teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love, but we do it in a very creative way. We're not all about reviews on this show. We're all about yeah, fun and games. And, uh, and everyone who watches the thing and says, that's how I feel about it. Well, I mean, we'll be doing that in a second. So. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we'll leave the reviewing... To the uh, the professional horror podcasters out there, you know, yeah, the other the other shows, not the Friday Nightmares podcast, not them, um, no, <laughs> the professionals like, we're talking about, yeah, like good ones, yeah, the good ones, <laughs> <laughs> House on Haunted Hill. I've heard they're pretty good. Yeah, they're fucking amazing. Yeah, not Friday Nightmares. No, although that's Scott Crawford. You know, what I'm saying, <laughs> turgid, not. <laughs> Not, not bad on the eyes. Not bad at all. Yeah. Bad podcaster, though. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, um, definitely don't go check them out to hear how bad it is and listen every week. Yeah, no, I, 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 I would not recommend their show. You know what? Old listeners would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> These listeners now, they wouldn't do it, but the old, the old cool listeners would have done it. They would have checked out the Friday Nightmare podcast. <laughs> No way, now they've changed. We're, we're giving them too much praise. Let's stop while we're ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome to Dummies of Horror. 
On this episode, this one is a Patreon pick episode with our good friend Alan Chacha. Mr. Chacha. Picking a theme for this episode. Mm-hmm. And the theme is war. <laughs> You're done for. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna do the whole song and I'm like, no, I don't know the actual lyrics besides what is it good for? <laughs> exactly. You'll probably hear it on this episode at one point, I'm sure. I'll add it in. Um but yeah, Alan wanted us to do war in horror. Or horror in war, whatever. Whatever I'm gonna call this episode. War war horror. <laughs> that's horrible. That's a fucking horrible. <laughs> So I'll try it. I'll try it. So we decided to go on the Google and search up war themed horror films. And there are yes, a lot. Yes, we did. <laughs> there are a few. So instead of like a f- picking a, few a couple. Good men. Yeah. <laughs> That's a war movie. That's a war movie. Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, in- instead of picking like a couple, we decided to just pick a lot. And we are going to talk about a lot of. We're basically spoiling the shit out of our boy Alan Chacha. <laughs> Pretty much, but he deserves it because, like, for sure, he's been one of our listeners since day one. So yeah, we love him. You big Chacha, you. <laughs> so that's what we're doing on this episode. We're going to be talking about war-themed horror films, uh, but we've got the usual bullshit where me and Mushroom talk about different things. I've got some movies to talk about. Uh, I've got a, oh man, I've got a fucking found footage movie to talk about. Oh shit. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, okay. We'll do, we'll do that later. I was going to do it now, but we'll do it later. But, uh, thing, do you have like a, like an intro thing for that or? Yeah, I do. We'll get, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, yeah, I, I watched a few movies this, this past week. Yeah. Not many, but a couple. If any. Yeah. <laughs> the reference for nobody? Yeah, no. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> Dude, I've, I've got nothing really more to say in this intro. Yeah, let's just get on with it. Yeah. Why don't we do it? Something, something, other thing, food maybe? Well, yeah. Uh, no, no food talk. Let's do it. Uh, what horrors have you done? <laughs> What horrors have you done? What horrors have we done? I've done a couple. You've done a couple. Done a couple. But the first thing we need to talk about is something that came out today. It is the 9th of May as of this recording. And the trailer for... Or is it? The, no. Keep them guessing. <laughs> you know what I mean? The trailer for the Meg 2, The Trench, has yep. just dropped. And we watched it. I made Luffy watch it because I've watched it three times already and it's so <laughs> fucking ridiculously awesome that I needed it's, him to see it. It's ridiculous. Are you that. Are you in? Yeah, look, I'm 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 in, but I, I just I want it to be more violent. Like like Meg last time was a bit of a letdown. It was yeah. yeah. There was a lot of talking and shit. This trailer makes it look like it's more action packed. Um, so I hope it is. Um, it, it feels like what if Sharknado had money? Yeah, pretty much. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I get you. Not, not exactly, but like in the vibe of, 
you know what it is and I don't mean this in like a like a rude or racist way or whatever yep but it looks like a Chinese movie <laughs> does that make sense with where Jason like, Statham yeah where it's like and like where it's like crazy and over the top and just completely ridiculous and entertaining. Like a, like a Chinese movie in all the best ways. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get you. I mean, the first one was, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much. It looks like just more of that, but they've like amped it the fuck up. Fucking Statham surfing on a fucking jet ski to skewer a giant barracuda, apparently. But like... <laughs> I, okay, I did notice a few things in the trailer. Sure. One being that this is kind of the same story as the first one. They, yeah, they, where they go into the trench and they let the sharks out. Yeah. This time it's not just one shark, it's heaped of shark. Yeah, that. And some lizard. And then it's also, the shark's also going to a populated beach. Yeah. Same as the first. The other things I noticed with this is there was a lot of homages to other shark movies. For example, yeah. Jaws, when yep. Jason Sathman is kicking the shark's like nose when it's yeah, trying to yeah. eat him. That's like <laughs> yeah. Quint. And there's also, I don't know if anyone would have noticed this unless you know the movie, Megalong, Megalodon 3. You'd probably know clips from it. It's one of the funniest fucking... Uh, blue screened things. There's a dude riding a jet ski and he he's just fucked over his friends and then he rides the jet ski right into the mouth of a shark and it's so funny how it's done. Okay. It looks like they're paying homage to that in this movie off that trailer. I thought they were doing a little deep blue sea um, homage with the, you know... With the multiple where she, sharks. she like, turns around and like it's not going to attack her and shit and she gets eaten. Yeah. That, yeah, that could be the homage, like the um, Samuel a Jackson little? part. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, a little, right? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. Could be a stretch, but it looks like they were doing a lot of them. I'm I'm all... F- I mean, of course I'm all for it since I'm a Shark fan, but I don't know. This trailer rubbed me the right way. I'm so in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just watching the Megalodon 3. Yeah. <laughs> Where he, like, jumps off the boat and just straight into the shark's mouth. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking great. <laughs> this is so bad. Uh-huh. It's literally the same footage over and over again. Have you seen the jet ski part yet? That's coming up. He's, he's getting away on his jet ski. He's a bad guy doing bad guy things. And? He's looking back. He's He's got away with it. Oh, no. <laughs> you see what I mean? Yeah. Because that's how sharks eat. They just fucking full throat stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Pretty much. You know, how sharks just eat like snakes where they just suck in fish like a whale shark. <laughs> oh, okay, well, like whale sharks do. There you go. <laughs> so this comes out, Meg 2, The Trench comes out in August. I'm all for it. August globally um yeah well we'll see oh i would assume so because yeah i think its target market is global okay cool let's say all right so that's the meg go and watch the trailer if you haven't it's uh very entertaining (laughs) all right um i'll let you go first but before you go i just want to bring up one thing sure Okay, so this is something that I posted on the Facebook group page. 
um, about a week ago. While I was sitting at home, I was scrolling on Facebook and I came across a post off one of the many horror movie groups that I'm a part of on Facebook. And it had this guy, um, his name is Matthew, Matthew Thornberry, right? Yeah. And he had this story about his daughter kind of um, came into a, a sort of sickness. I won't elaborate on what it is, but he had a very long, a very long post, right? Mm-hmm. And his daughter had some um, type of illness and was needed to go to hospital, right? Now, okay. now Matthew is a an American, and with hospital bills over in America, we don't uh, understand them because... We don't get them. Yeah, well, that's it. But uh, yeah, people in America do, and sometimes they're very, very hefty. Not sometimes, all the time. They're very, very hefty. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's absolute bullshit. But yeah, me too. I'm not American. But um, anyway, he had this heartfelt story of he's up for a lot of money to uh, pay for his daughter's sickness, which kind of tugged in my heartstrings a bit because this is a dude trying to do his best to provide a life for his family. And this shit just comes and bites him in the ass. Matthew is a filmmaker. Like a mag. I'm tying him together. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. Uh, Matthew is a filmmaker, right? And he was posting this because he didn't want charity. He didn't want a GoFundMe page. He didn't want anything like that. But he does need money. And the way he's asking people to help him is he has a movie on Tubi right now called Blue Moon, right? And he's just asking if people can go and watch his movie because apparently um, the ad revenue from Tubi does help. Oh, okay. So his story kind of touched me because uh, like my, I'm, I'm a father like him and I was a little bit moved by his story that I decided, hey, I, I can get behind this. I can do my part to help. So I posted this on the Facebook group page the link to the movie is called Blue Moon. It's on Tubi. And uh, um, just just to clarify, uh, if you're in Australia, I don't know if this is everywhere in the world, but there are two Blue Moons on um, Tubi. Oh, is there? Uh, so what you want is the 2022 uh, quote unquote drama one. Yes. Uh, so that one, not the crime thriller from 2018. <laughs> so anyway, I contacted Matthew. I messaged him and said, "Hey man, your story kind of moved me a bit. Do you mind if I share your show on the on the podcast and all that stuff?" And he was really thankful with that and said, "Please, that would that would be great." So I did that. We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. We'll return to our program shortly. Okay, apologies, people. We had some technical difficulties there. Yeah, my bad. Uh, don't know, aliens, maybe? Yeah, al- a- aliens. Yeah, we'll blame aliens. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so back to my spiel about Blue Moon, right? So, Please. yes, I asked Matthew if I could share his show and all that stuff and try and get people to watch this movie. Um, so, of course, I was going to watch it myself. I'll, I'll be real, man. I'll be 100% honest. 
Okay, and I'm not just I'm look, I'm I'm trying to help the guy and, and do it as much as I can. Going into this, I um and and not hearing anything about this movie, not hearing a thing. I expected a very low budget movie that just wasn't gonna be my thing. Because it wasn't listed as horror, it was listed as drama. Um Yeah. And I'll be perfectly honest with you, man. The movie itself kind of blew me away. Yeah, legit. I'm That's cool. I'm actually not shitting you, man. I was actually really, really impressed. Um, it is listed here as a drama on IMDb, but it... I, 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 and I wouldn't call it a horror. I wouldn't. I would say maybe at the most a dark drama, but mainly it's okay. a drama. But I want people to go check this movie out because I really, really enjoyed it. To the point that when it was done, I was almost in tears with this movie. So... Like, it doesn't have a lot of ratings on um, Letterboxd, but it's very top-heavy. Yeah. Well, like which for the for the few people that have seen it, they love it. Well, I checked the ratings before I watched it because that's something I do. That's what I do with all movies. It's just a thing I do. It's annoying, but I do it. And yeah. I I just assumed oh maybe that's like the people that made it or friends of friends of the cast and crew. Yeah. But man, I really really got into this movie. So the story is, and I'm just going off IMDb. A semi-autobiographical... Auto- <laughs> yes, thank you. Tale of a man who travels back to eastern Connecticut, uh, Kentucky... Fuck me. Eastern Kentucky to deal with the death of his estranged father. And and basically what this is, is everything I just said. But this guy <laughs> goes through different emotions while dealing with the death of his, his of his father. Okay. And I don't want to say too much on this show because there might be people listening, but me and my father don't have the greatest relationship. Um, yeah, I mean, me and your dad just, I mean, hardly ever talk. I'll be real. <laughs> have you ever met my dad? Yeah, he's, I've seen him in his chair. <laughs> so, I don't know, this kind of, and, and like, it deals with a lot of family stuff and it kind of really spoke to me and it goes in some weird different directions but I don't know it just spoke to me man this movie just got me a little bit that's cool man and, and for like a- how it, how it seems to be made it feels kind of like hellbendery in, yeah, dude you took the words in, right out of my mouth in that sense where it's like it seems like just just seeing from what I can see where it's like he's starring in it, he wrote it. Yep. No one's going to make this movie but him. It's going to be its own thing. Yeah. Um you won't see any no one's going to make anything like Blue Moon. Um yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Look, man, this is a very real movie. There's very little unbelievable ability into it. Um no ghosts. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know if I'd call it ghosts, but you'll understand if you watch it. But I, I actually recommend this movie 
going start oh. starting this movie like the first shot we get is like an overhead shot and for someone that was expecting just a really low budget like just a a passion like, project type of thing shitty, <laughs> shitty actor walks into an affordable place <laughs> exactly exactly the first shot i was like okay maybe and then i started thinking oh maybe all the money spent in that first shot but no yeah. this movie in my honest opinion, I thought it was pr- decently acted. The cinematography at times were fucking gorgeous. And the story just really got to me to the point that I was wiping off fucking white tears at the end. Aww. So, Blue Moon 2022, if you don't want to watch it, just put it on in the background while you're doing something to support this guy. Do something out of the kindness of your heart. Support filmmakers that uh, spend a lot of money to give you entertainment. Yeah, and and shared, I mean, something that's, like, obviously really personal to him and and to help with something that's obviously really fucking personal to him. So Exactly, exactly, man. There's, man, I, there's no oh. downside. You, you lose a little bit of download, that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I just, I couldn't imagine just... Going through life, busting your ass all the time to make ends meet, and then something happens to your family, and then you're up for a thousand dollars of medical bills. Yeah, that would that would break me. I'd be like, yeah. why the fuck? What the fuck am I doing wrong? Yeah. So yeah, shout out to to Matt Matt Thornberry. Your movie's fucking great. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Um, quite honestly, if I saw this movie last year, it probably would have been in my top ten. And I'm not just saying that to get people to watch it. I generally believe that. I haven't. This movie has not st- stopped spinning around in my brain since I watched it. That's really good, man. Yeah. So I'd be keen to see what other people think about it. I know it's not going to be an instant hit with many people, with with, with every person, but I feel mm. like there'll be people like me that enjoyed it just as much. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool looking so far. Yeah, give it a go, man. I'd be curious to see what you think. I will try to remember to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll message you. I mean. Alright. Uh, what have you watched? I mean, I watched, honestly, probably a way better movie, to be real. <laughs> Here we go. Um, yeah. Well, like... Yeah. Artistry. Emotion. Filmmaking. Let's put all of that aside. <laughs> let's throw all of that in the fucking bit. Right? Right. And let's get fucking ripped, cunt. With an evil bong from 2006. Oh, God. It had an evil-looking bong lady on the little picture on Tubi. And you know what? I was like, that's all I need. Here's my click. It's got Cheech in it for probably four seconds. Not true. He's in it for a, a little whack at the end there. Uh, but yeah, it's about a... An evil bong that transports people to a weird strip club and and murders them. Wow. Uh, what? what? Okay, I've never yeah, seen this okay. movie. Sure. How does it? How does it transfer people? You fucking hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like it's like a mind strip club. Like it's like it's not like it's like you know. It's not a real one, you know. Right. 
it's on your mind, dude. You know what I mean? Like you go on a journey, man. <laughs> right? And then, yeah. And then they they have to, you know, save their friends because their friends like go into a coma or, or like are dead or some shit. It's unclear. But yeah, there's a there's a bunch of stoners in it and chicks. No, and a bunch of titties. There's a bunch yeah. of stoners in an evil bong movie. <laughs> I know, and then there's even I'm spoiling the ending a bit, a bit where Cheech, Cheech or Chong, who was it? Sorry, my bad. Oh, it's Chong. Sorry, a bit where Tommy Tongs driving little race cars on Cheech's titties. <laughs> that was fun. And he's like, and they're all playing race cars together. <laughs> it's spoilers for the very end, but there's you know, there's hell, more man. to it. But um, yeah. So can I live my life without watching Evil Bong? If you want to live a subpar life. <laughs> I don't know if I really want to watch it. It's it, it's it's very 2006. Okay. Hey, look. And ch- check it out when you don't want to watch a movie. <laughs> okay. Enough said. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh does the evil bong speak? That's what I want to know. Is it like the ginger dead man where it actually talks? Or or is it just something um, that just stands in the corner and just gives you evil eyes? Yeah, it's a, it's a sassy southern lady. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. The bong speaks like a southern... Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know if it's southern, but it's like, like a sassy like black chick. <laughs> I kind of I kind of want to check it out now. It's pretty funny. Um, look, in all honesty, it's like it's like a three out of ten movie. But uh, for me, I enjoyed it. I- I'm giving it a six. It was a, it was a fun time. I it was it's silly. Wow! It's, like don't go like you know you know what you're getting when you watch Evil Bong. Um, I can assume. It'd be like just cheesy crap. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Especially the pizzas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So six out of ten for you. Yeah. Why not? All right. Fair enough. I'm being, I'm being generous. That's fair. It's your thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I watched a movie the other the other week. Uh, this is the 2023 movie. It's listed as a 2022, but it's widely released in 2023. So I'm classing it as a 2023 movie. This movie was on Prime Video. If you want to watch it, it's a movie called Ivana. Ivana Hump a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you Ivana hug and kiss her? <laughs> uh, it's called Ivana. Um, this is. Oh, fuck. I can't remember what country it's from. Thai? I think uh, it's 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 an Asian if, film. If I if if I had to guess, if I had to wager a guess, I'd probably say it's kind of got an Indonesian feel to it. Maybe. Yeah. Did you watch this film as well? Or? No, but I did Google it. Oh, okay. I was curious. I'm like, how, how do you know? Because I know how to spell Havana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, right. if I had to guess, I'd say it's probably like a 2022 Indonesian horror thriller directed by Kimo Stamboil um, and written by Lele Lelo. Shut up. Shut okay. the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I'm shutting up. 
I honestly, I honestly thought you were just like looking at the people's names or or the cover art and just assuming it was Indonesian. I didn't realize you had it listed there. Kind of a man of the world, me. <laughs> All right. So what Avana is about is Amber and Dika have just begun the new chapter of life when years-old grudge of a malicious entity unfolds before their eyes with with a gift she unwillingly has. Amber they love is... They're like demon entity movies, the Indonesians, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Amber is now forced to finish the vengeful... The venge... Vengeance of the Entity, a headless Dutch spirit, Ivana. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, um, this wasn't bad. I enjoyed my time with it. Um, It's very much an Indonesian Entity movie. (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot of, like... like, I've only watched a few Indonesian films, thanks to the show. Yeah. And they've... You know, they haven't been bad. There's definitely been some better ones than uh, than worse ones. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of uh, vengeful spirits, for sure. And Pretty much. And vengeful entities and shit. Yeah. The, um, the difference that this one has with the other ones is this one actually has gore in it. Um, because oh. the vengeful ghost... Gets who, vengeful. ...who is headless, um, just wants a head. Oh, shit, she needs to get a head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not a bad movie, man. I gave it a seven out of time, to- uh, seven out of ten. <laughs> I cannot, I cannot fucking speak tonight. I don't know what's wrong with that me. Evil Bond too much. Bro. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I gave it a seven out of ten. It's fun for what it is. If you're in the mood for an Indonesian ghost film with um, some <laughs> what, a, what a specific mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you've, you've never done that? Yeah. You know, I'm going to grab, I feel like some, like, some chickeny tonight, and then, like, probably an Indonesian ghost revenge movie, <laughs> if I can find one. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I you don't say most Thursdays. <laughs> Look, lately I've been in the mood for, like, a fucking Conjuring-style ghost movie. Yeah. And this kind of did its job for me. So okay, cool. yeah, Ivana from 2022 or 2023, whatever. Yeah, give it a go. It's not the worst so you thing you're going to watch. Instead of you don't, Vana. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got next? Oh my god, next. Well, next is when I discovered that that uh, Tubi has kind of a playlist <laughs> type function. Yep. So it'll just start playing another movie. Um, after you pick the first movie. Oh, gee, I can't wait to guess what it so is. Brian ended up going back for another hit, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Evil Bong 2. King Bong. King Bong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, renowned herb connoisseur Tommy Chong. Was he even in this? He wasn't in- <laughs> I remember him being in this. If he was, he was in it for two seconds. Returns in this sky-high horror comedy about a murderous smoking apparatus. The goofy and... <laughs> indelibly outre. King Bong 2. This is way too highly written for this stupid movie. <laughs> uh, in Bong 2, King Bong is directed by low-budget genre legend Charles Band. I don't know who that is. Oh, is it? Apparently. Fuck, okay. 
Um, look, this is this is Evil Bong, but in the jungle, bro. No way. Yeah, and then there's like another Bong, and he's <laughs> King Bong. He's a sassy other dude. <laughs> and they used to date. Holy <laughs> him, shit. Him and the other evil bong. How many how many fucking evil bong movies are there? So I know they are. Don't they team uh, up with Ginger Dead Man? Ginger Dead Man uh, made a cameo in the first one. I forgot to mention. <laughs> um, but I, I think nine so far. Fuck like off. last year. Nine so gonna, evil. Gonna, I have to search this up. Yeah, I think so, and I think they're all on Tubi. Are you going to continue them? Yeah, bro, I'm going to be bonging on. Are you actually going to watch? Holy shit, there are. Yeah, long. why not? They're not very long. Oh no, there's <laughs> only four of them. No, there isn't. No, no. What's tell me here? There's evil bong. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Reefer. Oh, Evil Bong 3, The Wrath of Bong. And then Evil Bong 420. Yup. And then there's Evil Bong 555. Wait, wait, wait. Why isn't it showing me? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're not getting him. Oh, Evil Bong Correction. Oh, sorry. Collection. So, Alright, so there's Evil Bong... Evil yep. Bong 2, apparently this one's called Devil's Harvest as well, so it's got a bunch of names. Uh, there's Evil Bong 3, Reef of Madness, there's Evil Bong 420, uh, Evil Bong High Five, Evil Bong 666, Evil Bong 777, uh, <laughs> Evil Bong 888, Infinity High, uh, and... Oh my where? god. There Where's is- the... Oh, that's the that's uh, eight eight eight. Uh, the ninth one is evil is Ginger Dead Man versus Evil Bong. Jesus fuck! Ha- oh man, yeah. I I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm a little I'm a little curious. I am, but do I really need to do this? If you got fifty three spare minutes, you can. Okay. Oh no! Wait. So that's the fourth one. <laughs> it's fifty-three minutes long. Really? Oh, okay. Um, I mean, a few of them are under an hour. <laughs> okay, that makes it better. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I need it. <laughs> All right. right. Would you? Would you, you. <laughs> would you recommend Evil Dead Bong? E- Evil Bong. If to. if if that sounds good to you, probably look. They're not well made, well mm. produced. They're badly written. They're poorly acted. Uh, the ideas are dumb. Uh, so they're pretty great. For so you, if that sounds like a good time. Then uh, you'll probably have a good time. For you who likes stoner stuff. All right. All right there, Mr. Mushroom. See, that's why your name is Mushroom, because you like drugs. 
So it's because it was a fun guy. Yeah, it is all also because of that. All right, let's step away from Evil Bong for a moment and talk about something that's decent. Otherwise, it'd be like Cocaine Jimmy or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that what the bear's name was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's step away from Evil Bong and talk about something decent because I won't finally step away from it for long. <laughs> oh fuck me! <laughs> well, f- I finally got to see it. You did? What'd you say? Scream 6. Nice. I that finally, was ages ago. <laughs> I know. I know I'm late, but I didn't get a chance remember, to go to the cinemas. I remember nothing other than I liked it. So, okay. Which is probably a controversial opinion sometimes to like movies. Um, well, it depends who you are. If you're, if you're Heather Powell, then you like everything. And if you're Rob Hungy, you hate everything. So, just depends. Um, Scream Scott 6. Crawford, you're just a fucking smoke show. <laughs> Pretty much. Scream 6. Everyone seems to enjoy this, um, except for a selected few. I know uh, one of our listeners, Randy Blanford, hated this movie. And look, I'm not the biggest Scream fan out there. I'm not. Um, I like the movies. I enjoy them. But it's not my favorite franchise or anything like that. Um, i got to tell you, man, I had a really good time with Scream 6. Thank I did. You. It was fun. Can you, if you can remember, what did you prefer, Scream Five or Scream Six? Um, I think I like this one better. I think so too. Yeah, but uh, generally, I just I had like a big scream, like cram session last year, and I and I just I just really enjoy the franchise, and even the it's kind of that thing for me where it's like. Even the bad pizza is still good pizza. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, so even the bad screams are still decent. And it's not like, man, I'm not expecting like an A24 fucking scream movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I guess you can like, you can clock it. I, I clocked half of it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And all that kind of goodness, but... I don't know, that's part of the fun. You work it out, you try to work it out the whole movie and you get it right, that's great. If you don't, that's great too, you know? Look, man, okay, here's 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 the thing about this movie is it's very much just another Scream movie. Yeah. And I seem to find myself having the same problem with all the Scream movies. Maybe not okay. the first one, but the rest of them is that I'm really enjoying myself until you find out who the killer is and then you're like, eh didn't hit it as much as I would like it to. And this yeah, is pretty okay. much the same. Um, okay. When you get to the reveal of who's doing it, yeah, I was just like, okay, I, I did, I'm not going to say I picked it because I didn't. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just didn't find it as crazy as I wish I did. Um, that being said, it was fine. Yeah, it, it's really fun when they're like, and you're like, what the fuck? How did that happen? You know? Yeah. Yeah, and when oh, I can't say it because it's a spoiler, yeah. um, but another thing that annoyed me in this movie, and it kind of annoys me in the other movies, but in this one they did it so fucking much to the point where I was just like, "Oh my god!" Just for fuck's sakes, can you when you knock Ghostface down, can you not yeah. just run away? Lay into nah, him. Put you the fly bo- him. I want them to stomp a manhole in him. Or something, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Stop running away. Like, fuck me. And and people that drop weapons, 
It annoys the shit out of me. Like, if it's once or twice, I can get it (laughs) because, like, in that moment, you're not thinking rationally. But in this, they do it, like, a lot. And Oh, butterfingers. (laughs) Yeah, it got to me a bit. Um, The intro to this, like, we we know Scream is famous for their, their cool intros. Yeah. I think this is... Yeah, it's not the best because that's the first, but this is probably the second best intro in the oh, franchise. You liked it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude, it threw me for a loop. Yeah, okay, that's fair. When when the first thing happened, and you know when I refer to thing as, yeah, uh, when the first thing happened, I was like, and then when something happens <laughs> after that, I was like, what, what, what? What happened yeah. there? Okay, <laughs> you've got me on board, movie. Um, and then when it was all said and done, I was like, okay, I, I know they've greenlit Screen 7. Yep. But I, w- but I want it now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, I like this little mini Skrillogy. Yeah. Also, yeah. I, I still can't... I, I still don't see um, Jenna Ortega as attractive. That's She's fair. still a fucking like, 15-year-old girl. In my eyes. She's and, very and she's much there. of age and she's her own woman and she can make her own decisions, Tim. <laughs> Dude, You're such she's a controlling in- big sister. Look, minor, minor, minor spoiler for this movie, but she flirts okay. with dudes in this movie. And when she was doing that, I was just like, uh, do you even have hair down there? It's, I don't know. I just don't see her as a grown woman. <laughs> or anything. I know she's like 21 or whatever, but still. Tim, you can't just run around asking young looking girls if they have pubes or not. We've talked about this. <laughs> it's not appropriate bus. Like. <laughs> but Etiquette. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Jenna Ortega, just when she does like adult things. Yeah, like it. Wrong to go me. back. Go back to school, bitch. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> isn't it your bedtime yet, young lady? <laughs> Just play another thirteen-year-old for fuck's sake. Yeah, where's your mother? <laughs> I don't know, but look, man, Scream Six. I give it an eight point five out of ten. Go to bed, Jessica. Her name is Jenna. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what have you got next? Don't drink and drive. Um, that's it. <laughs> okay. I will speak about watched, one more thing. I watched two Evil Bong movies and the movies I had to watch. Okay, so you had a pretty pretty big week. Like it's a, yeah, it's like six movies, so... Okay. All right, I'll bring in one more thing, and this is something that you have watched, so we can talk about it together. Sure. Um, I haven't finished it yet. I've still got two episodes to go. But sure. I took your recommendation and I started watching Beef. Nice. Uh, Beef on Netflix, starring Stephen Yuen and... Who's the guy? I only realized the other day off another podcast that she's a comedian. Ali Wong. Yeah, that's her. I didn't realize she was a fucking comedian until the podcast said it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh, that's why she looks familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah dude, you're right, man. I'm super digging it. Uh, I still got two more episodes to go. And, oh, I, I, dude. I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I just wish you'd finished it. I, okay, it's not my fault. It is okay. not my fault. We tried to finish it, but for some reason, Netflix just wouldn't allow it. Really? We, we'd we get to like five minutes into like the second last episode and They're Netflix like, no would shut down. You. Yeah, it would, it would literally shut down it would, and it would come up and saying this, uh, 
this isn't playing or something like that at the moment. Yeah. And it, it just like no matter how many times I turned off the TV, reset the router, everything, it would just not let us watch it. And I was so annoyed because that's all I wanted to do. It got to the point where me and Joe <laughs> were like, well, we're going to have to watch something else or it's going to be like too late to watch anything. Yeah. <laughs> that's so sucks. I was so fucking pissed off, man. Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Go on then. So yeah, I will watch it. Okay. I am keen to see where it f- wraps up. And I'm, hope, I'm hoping too. it's not like fucking Swarm, that other series we watched, that just the last two episodes, to me, were kind of rubbish and ruined the whole series for me. So, we'll see. Don't say a thing. All right. That is it for What Horrors Have We Done This Week. I have got another movie to talk about, a found footage movie. So let's get into my segment called Through the Lens Horror. POV. Play that clip. (laughs) Alright, so my found footage movie of the week, and I said this last week, I was going to watch Megan is Missing from 2011. And I did watch it, and I was really excited to watch this movie. <laughs> a liar, you weren't. <laughs> I was really excited to, to watch this movie because I've been hearing a lot of people speak about it. Um, I've been hearing people say it's really disturbing. I've been hearing other people say it's a really, really good found footage movie. I've been hearing other people say this is a really fun found footage movie. Okay. And before we get to my opinions, the movie... and And... and, and I wasn't going to tell you the plot synopsis, okay? Because it kind of it's, it's kind of a movie that's yeah. not spoilers, but I mean, kind of. Um, okay. It, it, if this was a movie I was going to recommend, I was going to stay away from the plot synopsis. But I uh, don't give a fuck about this movie, so here's a plot synopsis: oh. Two teenage girls encounter an internet child predator. Oh shit! All right. Okay, Megan is missing. <clears throat> just don't interrupt me for two seconds. Let me just spew oh this out. Megan is missing. This film is nothing more than artless garbage. It's sick for sick sake. This film has absolutely no fucking joy, no entertainment, nothing. It's a hatefully artless film that has no right being seen or viewed. Jesus, I fucking hated this movie so much. The pacing and structure are so poor that it feels broken. 90% of this goddamn movie is following these two 13 to 14 year old girls on their misadventures at parties doing sexual activities and discussing ways of being sexual. And I understand that teenagers most likely speak like this, but this is nothing I want to hear, especially when my daughter is close to that age. The acting in this movie is terribly overplayed and feels so forced from all the crew, including the director and actors. None of the characters had any chemistry with each other, and every line of dialogue and every acting from these characters seemed forced. There was a scene where one of these young girls had to interact with her quote-unquote dad, and the dad saying, oh, honey, I'm so proud of you, and the girl would just, like, resort to hugging him, 
And it was so cringeworthy and weird, and I just, oh, it made me feel uncomfortable. Um, so this movie, as I said before, is basically about these ki- these kids meeting a internet child predator. And <laughs> sorry, Luf, this kind of came a little too close to home for for me. And Luffy understands why. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail, but we have had close contacts with someone like that. So this wasn't a movie I wanted to watch. But it goes in directions that I wanted to punch my TV. Um, I honestly... People are saying that the director did this for education purposes. Of teaching your children not to... Like, teaching the children that the internet can be very dangerous... I honestly yeah, but are you are you showing this to children? Like fuck no, no. I honestly didn't buy that the director's purpose for this film was educational because it felt that he enjoyed these horrific scenes a little too much to the point that the scenes go on for way too long, turning this shocking and sicking film into a boring mess. Yeah, Um, okay. And people that were saying that this is a fun film, please do everyone a favor. Stop trying to draw attention to yourself. This is nothing close to fun. It's disgusting, it's poorly made, it's fucking gross, and it's wrong. To anyone out there that enjoyed this movie, unless you have your reasons, I don't understand why. This is just a disgusting film, and I understand that these things happen in this world, but I don't want to watch this shit. I don't. Fuck these people that live in the world like that that do things like that um fuck this director i don't care to watch any of his movies again uh what's his name what's his name michael goy and sorry i'm just quickly quickly seeing he's done mary from 2019 voya from 1999 and that's about it yeah i don't think i got a chance to see mary and thank fuck um look man Oh, damn it. He did The Town That Dreaded Sundown, the remake, and I didn't mind that. Damn it. Look, dude, if you enjoyed this movie... Oh, fuck, he did My Name Is Earl, too. Oh, he was cinematographer, whatever. Look, man, if you enjoyed this movie, um, can you please tell me why? Because I, I... I found this movie boring, because really, nothing happens until the last bit, and then when something does happen... It's so disgusting and vile that you don't want to watch it. Yeah. Um, so they actually show it. Or, like, not show it, show it, but, like, like it's a yeah, scene. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, dang. Yeah. Um, there is horrific, horrific scenes in this. Yeah, okay. Um, like, look, man, everyone says that, like, a Serbian film is disgusting and and like shouldn't be made but there's reason why Serbian film was made there's more subtext to it there's there's more of a underlying story than what we're given yeah okay. with this I feel like the director was just saying internet bad watch your children <laughs> like I'm gonna and like if that's the message it's like well yeah water is wet okay yeah like of course, everyone with a everyone that's a parent should like watch their kids on the internet. You don't need to yeah. show me this mess. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Megan is missing. 
I, I give it a 2 out of 10. I Dang. just found this movie disgusting. I will never watch this again. If anyone asks me if I should watch this, I'll slap them and say, don't touch it. Because yeah, okay. it's just... Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's yep. I'll leave it at that, man. But let me know if there's people out there that did enjoy this movie and why. I'm going to write that down on my check it out list. <laughs> Go for it, man. <laughs> uh, I don't think you of all people should watch it, though. Nah, I'm probably all right. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. That is it. That's my little rant. Rant over. I'm done. It's time to talk about war. And what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Well, no. Making oh, horror movies. Apparently. <laughs> all right, here we go with... Um, what's that thing we used to call this segment that I haven't done for a while? What horrors Fe- have you... No, feature oh. feature review. Feature... Feature presentation. That's the one. Feature presentation. Fuck me. Here we go. And now for our feature presentation... The horror of war, as requested by Alan Chacha. So, yeah, we looked at I um, Google, and there was just way too many movies to pick from, and some of them that Mushroom hasn't seen, and there's some that I haven't seen. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get to as many as I wanted to. I only got a chance to watch two of them. Lazy. Um, I know. I apologize, but mm. there are two movies that I haven't seen before. And one of them has been on my radar for a while, and we'll get to that later. But, Mushroom, how many movies did you get a chance to watch? I mean, I watched four, um, but we can talk about the other one if you want. Yeah, like, w- w- I've, I've got a list here of of movies that we'll talk about. Sure. Um, actually, why don't we do that now? We'll do that Sorry. now. So, as I was searching Google, um, I came across website, IMDb. Uh, top 50 war horror films on IMDb. And I've got the top 10 written here. Okay. And the first one, the number one war horror film on IMDb, I don't really agree with <laughs> because it's Army of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> I don't really think it's war. No. I mean, I mean if you want to say war on zombies... Isn't it just a regular kind of zombie movie, but Army of the Dead just refers to the number of them? Pretty much. so much that they're in an organized sort of army deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So we'll disregard that. All right. So number two on IMDb's top 50 was Overlord. And we'll be talking about that shortly. Yeah. Uh, Number three is a movie. Another movie we'll be talking about in a second called Shadow in the Cloud. Yep. Number number four is a movie that I spoke about last week called Bunker, which is a movie that's been released this year. 
a movie that I wasn't really huge into. I, I know Heather um, Power from the Friday Nightmares podcast enjoyed it a bit more than I did. Um, but yeah, if there's people out there that haven't seen it, then go and check that out. It's listed on IMDb as The Fallen, but I got it as Bunker. So, um, number five. How do we find this, it, I guess? <laughs> this is where we get into movies that I've never heard of or haven't seen. And this okay. one here, number five, is a movie that I haven't heard of, but I kind of want to now. And once I talk about this movie, I feel like Mushroom's also going to want to watch this movie. Maybe, you don't know me. So number five of top 50 war horror films on IMDb is a movie called Unicorn Wars. <laughs> Unicorn Wars? Unicorn, Unicorn Wars from Unicorn 2022. Wars. So, and, it's, and it's in the top war movies yeah it's it's number five so the story is war War, listen listen to this listen I mean it's no emu war (laughs) I don't know this sounds better war hungry teddy bears journey from boot camp to the psychedelic terrors of the magic forest in this darkly beautiful horror animation oh that's not happening oh it actually looks good does it? I, I didn't actually chance, get a chance to watch the trailer. Are you watching the trailer right now? I'm looking at... I'm just looking at it on Letterboxd, but I will watch the trailer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, the next one, number six, is a movie called Primeval from 2007. The story in this is a news team is sent to Burundi to capture yep. and bring home a legendary 25-foot crocodile. Their difficult task turns potentially dangerous when a warlord targets them for death. Okay. Uh, Number seven. We've got a movie called Man Behind the Sun from 1988. Japanese Japanese troops round up Chinese and Russian prisoners of war and take them to Unit 731, where they're horribly tortured and experimented on on to test new biological weapons. Fine. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, number eight is Isla, She Wolf of the U of the SS. Sorry, She I've Wolf heard of, of the SS, nineteen seventy-five. Mm. Uh, Isla is an evil Nazi warden at a death camp that conducts medical experiments. Isla's goal is to prove women can withstand more pain and suffering than men, and therefore should be allowed to fight on the front lines. Okay. All right. Uh, number nine is La La Rona from 2019. And Angie... And I, I, don't know, and I don't know if this is the Conjuring Universe one or another one. I didn't get a chance yeah. to check it out. Uh, an aging paranoid war criminal protected by his faithful wife faces death while being hunted by the ghosts of his past. Yeah, it does look good. But yeah. The Unicorn War. Yeah. Is it gory? Yeah, it's like blood and shit. Oh fuck yeah! It's right. it's sort of like Happy Tree Friends reminiscent. Ah, uh, okay. I had a feeling ish, it'd be like that. You know, yep, ish, yep. ish, ish, very ish. All right, and number ten is a movie called Outpost from twenty. Uh, two, sorry, two thousand and eight. Yep. In war-torn Eastern Europe, a mysterious businessman hires a group of mercenaries on a routine mission to protect him, not knowing of a long hidden secret that lies there. I have seen Outpost. I've seen all the Outpost movies. It's Nazi zombies. Oh, cool. 
And in my opinion, Dead Snow did it better. Wow. All right. Well, you watched more movies than I did, but I've seen basically everything you watched. So why don't you go first? What movie are you bringing to... Okay. Well, you're not... You got to go? Okay, cool. I... (laughs) Those fucking planes. Um... Are you right to talk now? Yeah, I could probably brave it. You know, just sometimes I get a little nervous. I need to take a break. What do you um, want to talk about? All right, Cody Rhodes. Um, <laughs> what happened with Cody Rhodes? Because he always says, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> Fucking loser. Well, um, he should know. He's still in the promos. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, what? What what do you want to bring to the table first? Um, hmm. Let's do Shadow, because I didn't watch that one. Okay. Shadow in the Cloud with... Oh, what's her fucking name now? <laughs> I can't think of her name. I think Chloe Grace Moretz. That's right. Chloe Grace Moretz, yes. Um, yeah, uh, did it come out last year or the year before? I was going to ask you the same question. Uh, I, <laughs> I think it came out the year before last. That sounds right. Yeah, it was a 2020 movie. So, yep. Um, yeah, it, oh man, I love how it like feels like I watched it last year. I know, right? I know. Um, I- but yeah, so Shadow in the Cloud, uh, Really great movie. Uh, was in my top 10 of that year, I think, number eight, apparently. Yeah. Um, it was just a really fucking solid war, sort of plain gremlin-y movie. It was really cool. I liked all the twists in it. I liked um, Chloe Grace's performance. It was just... It was just a really fun movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, very worry, like, and it was cool kind of seeing it like all on a plane. It felt like, um, uh, almost like sort of like a sci-fi movie where it's like, you know, where they're like, they're fucking trapped on a vehicle of some kind and stranded out in space, but it's like, you know, they're kind of trapped on this fucking plane flying over wherever the fuck they were flying over. Yeah. But yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'm struggling to think of more details, but. I just very much in remember enjoying it. Well, the story here is, I've got it written here, a sure. World War II pilot traveling with top secret documents on a B-17 flying fortress encounters an evil presence on board the flight. Um, I, I'm not going to spoil what the presence is, but I will just say that it is something that already, you can see. But yeah. <laughs> oh, did you? I didn't notice. But that's okay. Okay. Well, if anyone else didn't notice and I won't spoil it further. Yeah. Um, but basically it's not a ghost or anything like that. It's something that you can see. And I thought yeah. that the presence was kind of really well done. Yeah. I'll agree with that too. It was, um, it was definitely a movie that built for sure. Yeah. And, and it was definitely a really good tense movie as well. Yeah, dude. It Look, man, when this movie came out, everyone seemed to disregard it and like, just give it shit. And I'm right there with Luffy. It was in my top 10 of that year as well. Mm. I gen- I really enjoyed this movie. It deals with my greatest fear, which is heights. 
it yeah. it's a yeah. it's a creature feature type film, mm-hmm. um, and it's set in World War Two. Yeah, all good. And times. it's and it's saying something about females on the front line. So, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was a really well done film, man. So Shadow in the Cloud, give it a go. Um, it is not streaming anywhere here in Australia, but you can rent it on Apple TV and Fetch. And yeah. you know what? It was both in our top 10. So if you haven't seen it, give it a go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely recommend. All right. Uh, I'll bring up one of my movies. Sure. And this is a movie that I um, have not seen, but have heard a lot about. Okay. And it's I a movie I've seen it. Maybe. It's a movie from 1990. And it's called Jacob's Ladder. Oh, I haven't, but I have heard about Jacob's Ladder. Okay. So the story is, mourning his dead child, a haunted Vietnam War veteran attempts to uncover his past while suffering from a severe case of disassociation. Oh, okay. To do so, he must decipher reality and life from his own dreams, delusions, and perceptions of death. Uh, this stars Tim Robbins as okay. Jacob. Yep. You know you know who Tim Robbins is, don't you? I believe so. He he starred in the Shawshank Redemption. Yes. Okay. Cool. He was yeah. Andy, Andy Dufresne. Andy Dufresne. Redemption. Did you know that he's six foot five? I, I knew he was pretty tall. I did not realize he was that tall. I think because in a lot of stuff he's framed down. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know, like six foot five isn't like like fucking Huge. big show size or anything, but yeah. I don't know. It's still taller still quite than me. A, quite a tall dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just I don't know, I didn't picture him as that tall. Yeah. Um okay, so Jacob's Ladder. This was an interesting film. Um for me it's one that didn't hit at first. It's a very in depth film that can be interpreted in different ways. And I had to watch a few YouTube videos to make sense of what it was saying and understand it, but I'm not sure I understood it in a way it's meant to be understood. I have my theory on the film, but many others could have different theories of what it was saying. Um, It's a film that has a twist at the end, so I don't want to speak on it in case people haven't seen it, but I will... I will say that if you enjoy slow burn films that make you think, then definitely give it a go. Sometimes. Um, but yeah, exactly. But if you're not in the mood for that type, then uh, don't watch it. It's not yep. the type of movie that you should put on in the background while doing things. It does require your full attention. <sighs> Speaking about the war scenes, um, the war scenes in it um, are pretty gory. There is one scene where you see a guy trying to walk around, but half his he- half his leg is hanging off his hip. Cool. And there's a lot of shooting and stabbing and things like that. The war yeah. scenes aren't really a prominent thing in the movie. It's more focused on after the war, but the war scenes are in the film. So yeah. this is the one that's set in the Vietnam War. Jacob's Ladder, for me... I don't know if I'd ever rewatch it again. Now that I've kind of understood the movie a little bit um, I've kind of interpreted it in my own ways it didn't really hit for me it's a good movie it's well made it's well directed it's well acted and all that stuff but for me mm. I just found it a little too slow uh, that being said I gave it a 6 out of 10 okay so yeah 
I haven't seen the remake either. And by all accounts, I shouldn't. So, yeah, I won't bother with that at all. Um, Because everyone says it sucks. And if I didn't like the original, then... You're probably not going to like the remake. Exactly. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, All right. Let's go with your next one. Uh, Sure. Let's do um, Dog Soldiers. Yeah. Dog Soldiers. Werewolves. Something that never gets spoken about on this show. Never, ever, never, ever, ever. Um, yeah, this is pretty fucking great, right? You liked it? Good. Yeah, I didn't, um, I honestly didn't have much expectations going into it. Cause like a lot of the stuff that you really genuinely like, like that truly <laughs> touches you is usually fucking shit. And Thanks. so like, um, I was just like, and, and like kind of how it started and stuff. I'm like. Okay, well, it's, like, all Scottish and shit. Yeah. And... And they say bollocks a lot. They say bollocks and... Uh, like that. And... <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it ended up being really good. And I ended up getting really attached to a lot of them. And, like... It, it, it really, like... Honestly, a war movie hinges on its characters so much. Because you know none of them are going to... Like, there's so few that make it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And, like, I guess that's for a lot of horror movies and shit, too. But, like, they also have such, like, unique personalities and stuff. And, like, oh, man, the the gore in this is so good. Yeah. Like, there's lots of practical gore. And I like the alien-esque werewolves. Uh, that's that's my next question. I was going to ask what you, what did you think about the werewolf design? I liked I liked gangly wolves. <laughs> they they seemed real fucking scary. Yeah, like they were just such an an unfamiliar shape for a werewolf, which which made them feel even more unnerving and unnatural. Do you know what I mean? Like normally it just looks like a dude in a furry suit. Yeah. Right? But these looked weird. Like, it was more just like the head of a werewolf. Pretty much, yeah, pretty... That, see, that's the problem I had with the werewolf design, is the heads look so much bigger than the body. Yeah. It looked like a drawing of a werewolf come to life. Kind but of, But of yeah. someone who'd only sort of heard about werewolves and didn't really know what they were. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I... For me, I found that like more unnerving and more scary than just like big good boys that I just want to give them big, big pats. Good boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They, uh, uh, that's, they, were, they were scarier to me than than regular werewolves were. Anyway, that's interesting. Okay, I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling a jam for next episode. Actually. Okay. Um, and I didn't. I didn't see the twist. It's been a while since I watched it. I think I remember the twist, but why don't you um, spoil it? No, I should don't. spoil it? No, oh. don't. Don't. Um, yeah, I, I didn't see it. I, I, saw I, the do, first... I do remember. I do remember. Uh, yep, yep, yep. I, I picked the first one, but not the second one. Okay. Yeah. If so that dog... makes sense. I get you. 
Dog Soldiers was directed by Neil Marshall, who also did movies such as The Reckoning that we watched. Yeah. Um, but he did The Descent as well. Oh, I fucking love The Descent. Yeah. yeah and and it, like, it started to look good. And I also liked the, I guess not every fucking first person shot is an evil dead shot, but like the black and white um, from the doggo's perspective. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. I thought that was cool. And yeah, it wasn't nice. done. It wasn't done so shaky that you couldn't see anything either. Yeah, like it yeah. felt like they were calculated and hunting them, and you know, it felt good. What would you give it out of ten? I would give it an eight point five. Wow! So you really, really liked, liked it. it? Yeah, I quite liked it. Shit. Okay, that's a decent review, man. I um, I feel like I should go back and rewatch it now. I've seen it a few times, but it's been a while since I watched it. It's not my favorite werewolf movie mm. by any stretch, um, but it's decent. It's a decent one. Um, yeah. Very nice. Good I, time. Well acted. I, I think I've seen a lot of those actors do a lot of other stuff too. So Yeah, I mean, it came out in like 2002, so they've probably done heaps now. Mm. Uh, all right. Why don't you go on with another one of yours? Because I've only got one more left. Uh, sure. Um, let's do Overlord. We'll save uh, uh, Dead Snow for last. Okay, Overlord. Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw this at the movies when it came out. So did I on a whim and too. Yeah, me too. Me too. I was like, um, I think I saw a trailer maybe like at another movie, and I was like, that looks cool. I'll go check it out. I really didn't have super high expectations for it. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, it fucking blew me away at the movies, dude. Honestly. Like, yeah, I was just so impressed. It was so, again, you really get to know the characters. You know, you really, it's stressful like a war movie should be. And then it just turns into this, like, I don't mean to say Cronenberg-esque body horror sort of thing, but, like, the creature design is just great. Yeah. So, just quickly, sorry to interrupt you, but the story of Overlord, if you haven't seen it, from 2018 is France, June 1944, on the eve of D-Day. Some American paratroopers fall behind enemy lines after their aircraft crashes while on a mission to destroy a radio tower in a small village near the beaches of Normandy. After reaching their target, the surviving paratroopers realize that, in addition to fighting the Nazi troops that patrol the village, they also must fight against something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I I saw this because it came out here in Australia in like December and I was kind of getting ready to fill out my top 10 lists and then someone mentioned this movie is out now and it's worth a watch and I was having a little trouble filling out my list that year and I was like, oh, I'll go check this movie out. Maybe it's a hit. Probably not. Probably got all the movies I want, but I went and saw it and it ended up in my top 10. Yeah. So, yeah, well done with this movie. It's cool, man. There's like, yeah, there's, it, it kind of is a little bit of like the thing as well 
in a weird way. Go on. How, huh? So I haven't watched it since 2018, so I could, could be completely off. Okay, but I okay. remember how it transforms people. Am the I... serum? Am I wrong? <laughs> um, I remember thinking the thing. Maybe just in the way that it, the way that they sort of mutate a bit. Yeah, I think that's what it, what it was. Yeah, because they um, they're not specifically zombies. No, they're just like they're not alive. I mean, but they are alive, so it brings them back to life. But they're not the undead. They're like strong and mutated and they're still conscious and... Yeah. Um, but just, you know, fucking crazy. So, yeah, because there's like... There's only a few of them where it's just like the... Oh, how much am I spoiling? Yeah, try not to spoil too much. But yeah, the the couple of the main ones, just the the I'll say the creature design on them is fantastic. But it's yep. also just really bloody and gory and juicy and crunchy. Like it's one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. So I'm just I'm just searching up facts. Okay. This was directed by Julius Avery, who has also done The Pope's Exorcist, which just came out on VOD. I have that ready to go. So do I. So we can talk about it on the next episode. Maybe. (laughs) And this movie here stars Wyatt Russell, who is Kurt Russell's son. Oh, okay. That's cool. I think Kurt and um, Goldie Horn. Yeah, it is. Yep. Their son. Which, Which one was that? He played Corporal Lewis Ford. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you're right, man. Overlord was fucking great. I remember really, really digging it. I wish I got a chance to rewatch it. I really did, but I just didn't get a chance. I feel like it should have higher ratings than that, but everything's kind of sitting in like the six to eight range. Nah, dude. I remember, I think I gave this like a nine. You did give it a nine. Uh, uh, and you know what? I'm also giving it a nine. Because uh, uh, I'm loving Letterboxd. <laughs> That's how oh, I Oh, there we go. Okay. Very nice. All right. Uh, let me get to my next movie and I can't remember if you did say you watched this or not. Sure. Uh, it's a movie from 2001 called The Devil's Backbone. No, I haven't seen it. Oh, you didn't watch it? Okay. So this is another movie that just came up on a list of war horror films on Google that I've never seen before. I've heard a bit about, um, but I thought, fuck it, I'll give it a go and watch it and see what it's like. So, The Devil's Backbone, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Nice. Uh, The story is, what is a ghost? Spain, 1939. In the last days of the Spanish Civil War, the young Carlos arrives at the Santa Lucia orphanage, where he will make friends and enemies as he follows the quiet footsteps of a mysterious present, eager for revenge. Um... Okay, so while, yes, this is technically a war horror film, there is war going on in the film, the war is never really shown or centred around. Okay. But, as I said, I took the time to watch it regardless, so let's talk about the film. Del Toro 
Guillermo del Toro is the director of this movie, and he is a director that really can do no wrong to me. Uh, while Same. a lot of his films, yeah, exactly. While a lot of these films are not my favorite or any switch, I do really appreciate him as a filmmaker and enjoy Some his style. Some are my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, maybe we can note one of his other films that kind of falls onto war horror a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like legit. I'll do that. I'm happy to do that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, like Del Toro, every one of Del Toro's movies, like I enjoy them. None of the, none of them have really been like, oh my god, that's incredible. Maybe one that Luffy will talk about in a second, yeah. but like Shape of Water was was decent. Um, not my favorite or anything like that. Um, Hellboy was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Mimic was fun. Pacific Rim. I have seen it, but I don't remember it. Anyway, The uh, Devil's Backbone. It was the giant robots fighting the giant kaijus. Yeah, I know, I know what it's about. I just can't remember if I finished watching it, whatever. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, The Devil's Backbone. This is more of a drama than a ghost horror film, but it does feature a lot of creepy scenes. And it's the more... The trailer is very ghost-heavy. Yeah. It's more on the lines of this could happen to you style horror. Shout out to Jay of the Dead. Um... Yeah. But uh, this movie is kind of a kick in the dick type movie a little bit. What do you mean? I don't want to get too into it, but there is a twist in the yeah. film. And oh. When you realize you're like, like, okay, okay, sorry. Let me mention another Del Toro movie. I don't know if he directed it, but it's easily my favorite. And that's so much more of a kick in the dick film. And that's The Orphanage. Yeah, okay. This has similar beats to that, nothing as upsetting. Yeah. But basically the movie is we're following this young kid who was just left at an orphanage. And he's one of these kids that has a dad that's pretty successful. So he's not like a rich kid or anything like that, but he's living the upper class life. Yeah. And his dad dies. And that's not a spoiler or anything like that because this kid never actually finds out his dad's dead. He just gets dropped to the orphanage. Um, <laughs> but like, we're just figure it out yourself, cunt. Kind of, yeah. We're we're following this kid in this orphanage, and he has to come across um, so much, so much shit. Like all the other kids, um, how they treat him. Uh, he sees ghosts. He meets people that are mean to him. And it's just this whirlwind adventure for him. Um, and it kind of escalates into a shocking, a little bit shocking conclusion. Overall, yeah. man, I enjoyed this film. I will put it as a Del Toro movie, meaning that I enjoyed it. I don't think I'll ever rewatch it again. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoyed this more than The Shape of Water. But I- I'm famous for saying The Shape of Water wasn't the greatest thing to ever come out. I fucking well, love water. I know everyone seems to, except me. It was good. It was fine, but whatever. She fucked a fish. That's weird. Hell yeah, and hot. Because <laughs> you know that I'm a gay fish. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about when I'm thinking about that movie. Anyway, The Devil's Backbone. It's, um... Yeah, it's... See, I don't know. It's It's very light on horror to me. Yeah. Okay. And the, and the trailer kind of makes it seem like a ghost film. 
and there is a th- sort of ghost in it, but you kind of have to watch it to understand it. Yeah, I mean, the trailer wasn't real great at explaining what the fuck was going on, so... Yeah, yeah. It's a decent movie. I, I think it's a movie that you highly enjoy. Yeah, um, okay. But for a war horror film? Not really. Not really. Because <laughs> there's yeah, no... Yeah. Like, it's set around the war at war times, but you never see a war, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Devil's Backbone, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10. Probably yep. could bump that up to an eight. Okay. So yeah, you give it a go. Yeah, you I'll do see. It. I'll see. I'll see. Devil's backbone. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about the uh, the big one. Sure. Um, like Del Toro's big one, or uh, if you want to talk Dentino. about that, yeah, go for it. I mean, well, I was gonna say tangentially related, and there is a war going on, and there are scenes where like. It does involve soldiers and fighting and fleeing and soldiers shooting and shit. Like the main character isn't isn't a soldier or anything, but uh, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's not a super war movie, but it's kind of. I mean, the whole point of the labyrinth is sort of her escaping the war. Yeah, in her, in her own mind, sort of thing. True. Or as I took it anyway. Um, but yeah, and it's like brutal. <laughs> like I fucking love Ben's Labyrinth. So, like I I I remember scenes of it. Like obviously the the creatures in it. But the other yep. thing I remember about it is the asshole mm. dictator. What do you call him? He was like a Guard. commander, or a captain, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. A colonel. I don't yeah. know. Some some rank. <laughs> And I just remember absolutely hating him. Oh, he's so good. He was such a good bad guy. Yeah. He like gets his fucking mouth cut open and shit. (laughs) Spoilers. Oh, sorry. But no, you're right. You're right. Um, Pan's Labyrinth is probably Guillermo del Del Toro's best war horror film. (laughs) Can you even call it a horror? Mm, Yeah, I guess. Like, you got the whole fucking... Dark fantasy, maybe. Yeah, maybe dark fantasy. I mean, yeah, monsters, whatever. I call fucking King Kong Godzilla horror, so... I I think it, it can be it can be stretched to horror, I feel. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I guess we've got Dead Snow uh, 1 and 2 next. Yeah, let's do it. So, sure. this is your first time watching Dead Snow. Yes, haven't seen I either of them. I'm so shocked that this was your first time. Honestly, me too. Like, it's just a movie that kind of... I mean, you watched a lot of... Blink Dog watched a lot of it. Like, it was kind of around a lot. But yeah, yeah. I just... I never ended up getting it or seeing it. Um, and... Yeah, the first one... Fuck, bro. It lost me, honestly. Well, the f- just before you get into your thoughts, let's just talk about what the story is. Oh, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. Um, okay. So several friends take, <laughs> take to the mountains and shack up 
in the wilderness of Back of Beyond to enjoy a little R&R together. Their peace is soon interrupted by a mysterious old man who informs them that during World War II, Nazi invaders of the area were brutal and harsh in their methods of control until, according to the legend, a villager's revolt drove the invaders up into the cold, dark mountains where they perished. But now there's the rumor that they returned in the form of evil Nazi zombies. Nazi yeah. zombies, ladies and gentlemen. Nazi zombie movie. Okay, so what? Sorry, it lost you. Yeah, the the start was so fucking slow, dude. Okay, I I haven't watched it for a long time, but remind me why. It was just like I don't know. They were just fucking around in the snow and shit, just having a good time being big German goofballs. Mm-hmm. And I was just bored until like the third act. When some shit finally started happening. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is fucking rad. <laughs> but like, yeah, man, half the movie, I was just like, man, I'm like, you're like struggling to hold my attention. Well. And then, but the back half, pretty dang good. Uh-huh. Without, without being spoilerific. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say without spoiling it, but. Uh, the gore was good at the end, <laughs> but like, and it also just looked shit as well. I mean, it's probably a low budget film. Yeah. But like, it didn't look I, great. It didn't seem that well written. And, uh, I don't know. It wasn't a so bad it's good kind of movie to me for the first well, bit. And I, I just didn't like the characters, honestly. Wow, okay. So, so sorry, did you like this movie or you didn't? No, barely. I barely liked this movie. Wow, I, okay. I thought you would have loved this movie. Yeah, you'd think, but I don't, you know, I don't really like anyone and and the, the zombies were good, but there wasn't enough of them. Okay, all right. Well, before we get into Dead Snow, Red versus Dead. Sure. Dead Snow 2. This is directed by Tommy Ricola. Yep. And the reason I bring his name up is he has directed... Other movies, such as Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters from 2013. Okay. Uh, what Happened to Monday, which is a 2017 uh, Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but he directed a movie that was that we saw called The Trip, which was on Netflix. Oh, yeah. That, that was good. That was good. I like The Trip. That was fucking uh, great. I, I, love I can that. I can see his stuff in that. Yeah. And then last year, he directed a little movie called Violent Night. Oh, shit. Yep. The that makes me movie. want to watch that more, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, he also directed Dead Snow 1 and 2. So, let's talk about Dead Snow 2, because I remember that so much clearly than sure. the first one. I mean, for for this one, I give it like a six and a half. Yeah. Which is, in, you know, like, it's not bad, but I just... Just the first half was really boring. Um, All right. Dead Snow 2, however, is great. <laughs> Dead Snow 2 was at least entertaining, like, from the fucking get-go. So, like, from the... It, it starts off right where it ends. Yep. Which was, like, when it was getting interesting. And then... It's just fucking rad. And it, like, introduces all these wacky new powers. It has fucking Martin Starr in it. Like, people are just dying from zombos from the fucking start. 
It's yep. good. Yeah. I was so worried that you were going to not like it because I, I see a lot of people saying it's a bad movie and I could not disagree more. I fucking love Dead Snow 2 so much. It is so entertaining from the start to finish. You have Nazi Hitler come back. <laughs> yeah. You've got so much action. You've got babies being bombed. Um, and then that ending scene with... um. Oh, fucking drawing a blank on the song that's played while there's a love scene being ma- being happened. Oh, um, fuck. Turn yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah. And then. Yeah. That part there, I pissed myself the first time that happened. Yeah, that was funny. That <laughs> and was they did like the great. Titanic fucking hand with the... <laughs> but exactly. of like zombie goo with yeah. the chick from the first movie. <laughs> and then you got the American zombie... Fighters. Yeah, yeah, that's Martin Starr. Yeah, and that part fucking was love. fucking great. Um, they're all fantastic. They're just real good at fighting for no reason, even though it's like established in the movie that he can barely throw an axe. Yeah, right. And then when it comes to fighting, he's like fucking mad at it. And I'm like, all right, cut. <laughs> you got good quick. And the fact that they've never ever seen a zombie before. Yeah, and even like... I don't know if it was just maybe it it was just missing something in German for me, like the campiness of it in the mm-hmm. first one, but the campiness hit home in the second one. I don't know yeah. what it was, but I just look. If we had to go through Dead Snow one to get to Dead Snow two, fine. You know what I mean? Like if it was like yeah. a proof of concept thing. And just, like, all of the... I mean, I don't mean to be spoilery, but, like, the powers and stuff like that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It was, it was different. You know, it was, something, it was, like, its own thing. That's I, true. I even think they said that in the movie, where it's, like, just a whole new genre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I do. I do. I'm yeah. glad. So what would you give Dead Snow 2 out of 10? Um, Dead Snow 2, I'll give a solid 8 to. It was a good time. Like, I, I quite like it. Like, I'd watch it again, for sure. All right, an eight's a good score. I'm, I remember giving it a nine. I enjoyed it that much. Yeah, I could see that too, man. It used to be here. It used to be on Netflix here in Australia, and I would play it that much that it got to the point where Jaleesa was like, "Oh my god, again!" <laughs> the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I just I fucking loved it. I thought it was so much fun. Yeah. It's up there with like Scouts Guide Zombie Apocalypse of fun zombie films for me. Yeah, it's it's just it's a good time. It's a good yeah, time. Definitely. All right. Well, that concludes the horror war films that we've got listed here for you. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that there's many others that so we could list more. off, such as Ghosts of War, which had a cool twist to it. I, I didn't mind that movie. And there's a lot more that I wish I got a chance to watch. I just did not have the time this week, so I apologize for that. But Alan, I hope we did. I hope we did it justice, man. I hope we did you proud. Um, Well, that concludes. That is it for the Dummies of Horror podcast for this week. Let's talk about next week. Ooh. I I had plans. I did. Okay, good. But you actually brought up something interesting when you were talking about dog soldiers. Okay. And that's werewolf designs. Yeah, okay. And you've never seen American Werewolf in London. I have not, no. Well, next week, or sorry, the week after, next time we do an episode, you are going to watch it. <gasps> are we having we're, a werewolf off? 
We're going to do a horror versus horror werewolf edition. Yeah. One of the films will be American Werewolf in London. Maybe yep. the other one will be The Howling. Okay. I'll, I'll I haven't have seen to, either. I'll, I'll, have to, uh, I'll have to do my research and Confer. pick the most different werewolf designs. I mean, we could have like a triple threat or a tag match or like maybe a Hell in a Cell <laughs> or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't the, I don't know how that would work. Dead match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll do something fun, but definitely we're doing horror versus horror werewolf edition <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> An eye bork match. <laughs> so join us next time for that. Um, if you have not become a Patreon yet, then do so. Yeah, what are you we waiting have s- for, man? That's Scott's. That's the Friday Night Missing. You can't say that. You can't, can't say, say what, what are you waiting, waiting for. No, Is it? Oh. no, that's their thing. Yeah, you can't do it. Fuck. Yeah, they trademarked it. God damn it. Now we have to pay them royalties. They're so Great. pretentious. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Still paying off the last set of royalties. I know. Um, <sighs> yeah, so join Patreon. We have so much bonus stuff over there. We just released our Schwarzenegger of Dummies episode. Which we do monthly. Don't question it. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but we've got heaps of bonus stuff if you want to join our Patreon. It's only a short donation each month. Different tiers get you different rewards, and yep. you can cancel at any time. We should so have a do it. bracket episode coming out soon, maybe. Uh, we are? I don't know, if you want. Make one. I haven't got any plans for one. Um, We'll, we'll do one. <laughs> Best actor named Chris. Best bracket episode where we oh, bracket the bracket episodes. We haven't done 32 brackets yet. Oh, okay, we'll, we'll do that when we've done enough. That would be fun, though. All right, well, until next time, I'm saying goodbye. Luffy is uh, pointing to the sky. I just love planes. Yep. That's where they are. That's where I keep them. Fucking planes. And we'll catch you on the next episode. This is the Dummies signing out. Bye, everyone. We love you. Mwah. Dip! Ah!